Well, good evening everyone and uh, welcome to Abide. It's so good uh, to have you with us. Uh, whether you're joining in our uh, Zoom room or joining us on YouTube uh, or catching up uh, later in the day or later in the week, uh, just really glad that we can gather together uh, in this way. Uh, just as we come to pray together, I just want to thank everyone for their prayers for us as a family uh, this week and, and for me. Uh, if you don't know, we've been battling through our own uh, COVID battles uh, and uh, are getting there. Uh, we are feeling a little uh, brighter each day. Amy and myself, the, the kids are pretty much back to, to full health and strength, which is great. Uh, but I appreciate your, uh, your prayers uh, and all your messages of love and, and support. Uh, and uh, looking forward to coming to pray together tonight. Uh, we've been doing these Abide prayer gatherings since the start of uh, September. Uh, and it was just something that the Lord laid on my heart that we should uh, have as a real focus in this season. Uh, in At a time when the temptation was to think about the activities. Uh, and we need those. Uh, but to focus on abiding and so that's where uh, this whole heart and whole idea behind abide came from uh, so we're, we're leaving this behind tonight this is our, our last abide prayer evening but thank you to everyone for their messages of encouragement i'm so glad it's been a blessing and, and uh, been a help to people in all kinds of unexpected ways uh, next sunday evening uh, which will be the 24th. Uh, we're going to start a, a new type of evening gathering, which is just going to be on YouTube, uh, called uh, Dwell. It's a 30-minute service that will include drawing near to God, worshipping Him, stories of encounter, testimonies, uh, and also teaching. We're going to journey through the book of, of Haggai together uh, over the course of uh, five or six weeks in, in Dwell. Uh, so please do uh, join us for that. Um, but we're going to come to pray together tonight. And uh, the two passages we're going to uh, use for tonight are the, the psalm is Psalm 150, uh, and the passage from uh, the upper room uh, is John's Gospel, uh, John chapter 16, verse 16 to, to 33. Uh, you might like want to look those up ready so you can uh, read along. Uh, you may not want to; you might just want to sit and, and listen and engage that way. Uh, as always, you're, you're welcome to type prayers in the uh, chat bar. Just obviously being careful of, of any um, sensitive personal information, uh, but please do um, share share in that way, uh, or write, or just think, or if you're with others, you might want to speak things out. Uh, if you're alone, you might want to stand or kneel or dance, what, whatever you need to do. Uh, again, we're not focusing on the activity, we're, we're here to focus just on abiding uh, in Christ and, and receiving some of his uh, presence and his blessing uh, for us. Uh, abide stands for appreciating being and then prayers for intimacy, direction and enabling. And I, I hope you've been experiencing that as we've journeyed through Abide together. And I hope we will experience that as we uh, come to that tonight. Uh, so I'm just going to pray and then we'll dive straight into appreciating. Let's pray together as we come. Well, Father, we thank you so much tonight that you want to abide not just with us, but in us. Uh, and the depth of your love for us is so deep that you want us to abide not just with you, but in you. We thank you so much for that, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Lord, that you wanted that so much that you came to us when we couldn't come to you. 
you reached out to us when we could not reach out to you. The Lord, you didn't just bridge the gap. You, you laid down your life to be the door for the sheep, the good shepherd who lays down his life for the flock. And I thank you that we can know you, God, as a good shepherd. That whether we're walking through valleys or whether we're in places of, uh, of, of nourishment and of rest, it's you who stands before us and invites us deeper and leads us on. And we thank you so much for that. And we thank you for this journey that we've been on, Lord, and for what it's meant to us. And we just pray, Lord, that uh, we wouldn't need a program or an event to abide in you. So, Lord, would you take us deep in yourself tonight, we pray, and help us to take you deep into ourselves. And might there, Lord, be a, a real sense of communion tonight, a real sense of sharing. Might we see something of you, God, face to face. Might we share, God, something with you heart to heart. Would your spirit draw near to us now, wherever we are, and inspire and encourage and guide and speak and strengthen as we seek to abide, Lord Jesus, in, in you. Amen. So we're going to begin uh, this uh, journey again tonight with a time of, of appreciating, uh, of just stopping to notice. Uh, that's often just where, where worship begins, isn't it? Where, where praise begins. Uh, just, just that unexpected realisation you know, about Jacob. God was in this place and I was unaware of it. God's been at work. Uh, let's just take a moment to, uh, to appreciate him. So Psalm 150, the, the last of all the worship songs of Israel, begins this way. Praise the Lord. That's the first time of many times in the psalm we're going to hear the word praise. Praise the Lord. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Praise God in his sanctuary. Praise him in his mighty heavens. Before we get on to anything else, the psalmist invites us just to worship God for who he is, for, for where he is. So let's just begin there tonight. Who is God? You know, what have you seen of him? What have you come to know of him? Let's just worship him for, for who he is before we think about what he's done or what he wants to do. Just who is he? Let's just pause and breathe and see and take in something of the magnitude, something of the sheer scale of who he is. You might want to name that. You might want to give it a name either in the, the chat or in your heart or out loud. Let's just name him and praise him for, for who he is tonight. Thank you. 
bigger moment just to simply be and to notice how we are. Um, think about your body. Are you tense or relaxed? Are you in pain anywhere right now? Think about your mind. Is it calm? Is it clear? Is it chaotic? Is it, is it racing? Think about your, your spirit. Is it, is it clean? Is it searching for God? Is it hiding from God? Is it struggling with, with burdens right now? How are you, body, soul, mind, spirit? How, how are you doing? Because as we think about the greatness of this God of the sanctuary, the, the mighty heavens, we can never forget he's, he's a father who cares and all of that matters to him. What he longs for most is for us to bring who we are to who he is. The psalmist goes on to say, praise him for his acts of power. Praise him for his surpassing greatness. I'd love us just to take a moment and to do something that the Celtic Christians used to teach and used to do a lot, uh, which was just to prayerfully review the day. And I'd love you, if possible, just to think perhaps of just today, and maybe if you have to, to think of yesterday as well, Saturday, uh, if you're watching this on Sunday, uh, and just think about where God has been over the past 24, 48 hours. Where have you seen God's acts of power at work? Where have you seen his surpassing greatness? Uh, now this could be in something big, it could be in something small, it could be in something personal, it could be in something um, sort of national, but but where have you seen God at work? Uh, where have you seen it? Uh, and as we start to name those things, uh, then start to think about some of those areas that we were asking you about. How, how are you? How's your body? How's your mind? How's your spirit? And remind yourself that the same God whose acts of power you've seen wants to be at work in you and in those places as well. So let's start there. Where have you seen God's acts of power over the last 24, 48 hours? And if you're able to, just to share that in some way with the people you're with or, or, or with the chat. Uh, let's, just, let's just be inspired again as we notice all that God has done. in the Old Testament where Habakkuk a prophet says Lord I, I've heard of your fame 
I stand in awe of your deeds. Renew them in our day, in our time. Remember mercy. Lord, we, we thank you so much that we can share encouragement and faith and joy and um, just just the buzz, God, just the brimming of, of knowing what else you're doing. And Father, we just pray, Lord, that prayer of Habakkuk, would you renew them in our lives? Renew them, Lord, in those places where we need your acts of power right now. Where we need to know your surpassing greatness right now. As we think about being, it's the important thing is that we're being with God. Being filled with God. Being used by God. At a, at a deep level and yet he used to write I, I want to know Christ he used to write to churches and pray didn't he that they would know him better and that's our longing that's part of our DNA as a disciple God I just I want to know you as close as I can uh, this side of eternity and then spend eternity falling deeper and deeper in, in love with you and so when we come to pray for intimacy, we're going to turn to, to God's word together. Uh, and I'm going to read a passage from a moment of intimacy from the upper room. Um, I'm going to read through twice. Uh, and as we're reading it, I want us to ask two questions. The first is this. Lord Jesus Christ, what one thing does this passage tell me about you? And there are many, many things that this passage speaks about and could speak about. But, but where does Jesus want to stop you in this reading and arrest you and either show you something for the first time or just show you something in a fresh way? Where does he want to stop you? And then the second question, Holy Spirit, what one thing are you trying to tell me about me? Because it's not just information, there's an intimate growing always as we engage with, with God's word. So John chapter 16, verses 16 to 33. What does it tell us about Jesus? What does he tell us about himself? And Holy Spirit, what, what does this tell us about us? In just a little while, I will be gone, and you won't see me anymore. Then just a little while after that, you will see me again. The disciples asked each other, What does he mean when he says, You won't see me, and then you will see me? And what does he mean when he says, I'm going to the Father? What does he mean by a little while? We, we don't understand. Jesus realized that they wanted to ask him, so he said, Are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said, In just a little while I'll be gone, and you won't see me anymore. Then just a little while after that you will see me again. 
Truly, you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy when you see me again. It'll be like a woman experiencing the pains of labour. When the child is born, her anguish gives place to joy because she's brought a new person into the world. You have sorrow now, but I will see you again. Then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. The truth is you can go directly to the Father and ask Him, and He will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. I've spoken these matters in parables, but the time will come when this will not be necessary, and I will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not asking, I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe I came from God. Yes, I, I came from the Father into the world, and I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then his disciples said, At last you're speaking plainly and not in parables. Now we understand that you know everything. You don't need anyone to tell you anything. From this we believe that you came from God. And Jesus asked, Do you really believe? But the time is coming, in fact, it is already here, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I've told you all this so that you will have peace in me. Here on earth, you will have many trials and sorrows, but take heart, because I have overcome the world. In just a little while I will be gone and you won't see me anymore. Then just a little while after that you will see me again. The disciples asked each other, what does he mean when he says you won't see me and then you will see me? And what does he mean when he says I'm going to the Father? And what does he mean by a little while? We, we don't understand. Jesus realised they wanted to ask him, so he said, Are you asking yourselves what I meant? I said in just a little while I will be gone and you won't see me anymore. Then just a little while after that you will see me again. Truly you will weep and mourn over what is going to happen to me, but the world will rejoice. You will grieve, but your grief will suddenly turn to wonderful joy when you see me again. It will be like a woman experiencing the pains of labour. 
When a child is born, her anguish gives place to joy because she's brought a new person into the world. You will have sorrow now, but I will see you again, and then you will rejoice, and no one can rob you of that joy. At that time, you won't need to ask me for anything. The truth is, you can go directly to the Father and ask Him, and He will grant your request because you use my name. You haven't done this before. Ask using my name, and you will receive, and you will have abundant joy. I've spoken of these matters in parables, but the time will come when this will not be necessary, and I will tell you plainly all about the Father. Then you will ask in my name. I'm not saying I will ask the Father on your behalf, for the Father himself loves you dearly because you love me and believe that I came from God. Yet I, I came from the Father into the world, and now I will leave the world and return to the Father. Then his disciples said, At last you're speaking plainly and not in parables. Now we understand that you know everything and you don't need anyone to tell you anything. From this we believe that you came from God. Jesus said, Do you really believe? The time is coming, in fact, it is already here, when you will be scattered, each one going his own way, leaving me alone. Yet I am not alone, because the Father is with me. I have told you all this so that you may have peace in me. Here on earth you will have many trials and sorrows. But take heart, because I have overcome the world. Just hold on to those things for a moment as we come now to pray for direction for our lives. Uh, it's so important that we don't just call Jesus our shepherd and then go our own way. You know, there were those that Jesus spoke about that called him Lord, Lord, and, and didn't do what he said. And it doesn't work, does it? And so we're going to spend time now asking, is there anything he wants us to do with those things uh, that he has spoken to us? Or is there any way that he wants to direct our lives? Psalm 150 goes on to say this. Praise him with the sound of the trumpet. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him with timbrel and dancing. Praise him with the strings and pipe. Praise him with the clash of cymbals. Praise him with resounding cymbals. Basically, the psalmist here is like a uh, like a, a band leader or a conductor trying to just call everyone to praise God and he's calling the trumpeters and the harpists and the dancers and the string players and the pipe players and the drummers to come. Uh, basically the, the passion behind this is not uh, it's not an exclusive list but the feeling is you know we're going to need everything we've got. We're going to need every type of instrument, every type of music, even every type of dance, you know, just just come. If you can bang a cymbal, come uh, and be part of this symphony, this overture of, of praise. We're going to need everything we've got. And so the question comes to me and comes to you, are, are we using everything we've got? 
And so I want us to start there in these prayers for direction. Lord, is there anything that you want to use? Is there any way in which you want to use me? Some questions just to sit with as we pray for direction for our lives, for our relationships, for our work, for our learning, our schools. Uh, some questions to ask. What is God wanting to say to you? Uh, what is God wanting to say through you? Sometimes God speaks and it's for me. Sometimes he speaks to me but it's for someone else. So is there anything he wants to say through you? And then we don't do this alone. We're a family together, a church together, a fellowship together. What is God wanting to say to us? And what is God wanting to say through us? Just as we sit with that, the Holy Spirit is more than able, more than willing to speak to us tonight. So... Would you direct our, our passion... Would you direct our lives, we pray? Would you direct our church? Would you direct our nation? And would you direct us right now as we sit, as we listen, as we wait? Would you lead? Psalm 150 ends with these amazing words. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. And then just in case we've missed a point, he gets in one more time before he's done. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Everything that has the breath of life in it. Or another way to translate this verse is, let every breath of life praise the Lord. You know, which is deeply challenging, isn't it? Do I, do I praise God with every breath? You can't speak without breathing. So do the words I speak, do they bless God as I seek to build up and encourage others, as I seek to share Him? Am I, am I breathing out praise uh, in all that I'm giving and all that I'm speaking? Huge challenge. Uh, and it's not one that we can do on our own. Nobody can hope to live every breath in, 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 in that situation on their own. And, and so God, in His grace, has come to give us his greatest gift, the gift of his Holy Spirit, 
the Holy Spirit that is so often referred to in Scripture uh, in the Old Testament as the Ruach in Hebrew, the, the breath of the Almighty. And so we're able tonight just to breathe in the Spirit of God. He comes to fill every believer and wants to fill us to overflowing with his power and his life. And so if there's any area in your life when you just need energy, you just need a spiritual boldness, you just need a spiritual gifting, you just need an authority that's beyond you, and then let's just take a moment to be enabled, to be empowered, uh, to breathe in the power and life and work and person of the Holy Spirit. So Holy Spirit, would you come? to each one of us now would you come really powerfully and just bring the atmosphere of heaven the atmosphere of your presence the atmosphere of your kingdom just where you're sat right now breathe out hurt and breathe in healing Breathe out fear and breathe in faith. Breathe out grief and breathe in joy. and written and spoken thank you Lord that there isn't a single one that has fallen on deaf ears and that 
right now you are putting into action your plan, you are at work, that right now whether we feel it, know it, experience it in the way that we want to or not, you are present, you are our good father. So Lord, help us, we pray, to abide, to be with you in intimacy, to be hearing from you in direction, and to be clothed with you in power. Would you lead us deeper, we pray, lead us on, lead us further, lead us higher, to the plans of your kingdom and the purposes of your heart. Lord, we long, we yearn to be more fully yours. Would you have more of us? Would you have more of your way in our lives and through us? Would you have your way in our world and in your church? And we pray that, Lord, for the sake of your your people the sake of those who are not yet your people, but those that you're reaching out to. So Lord, until you come, or until you call us home, would you find us people whose hearts are hungering after you, longing after your ways. And would you use us in this world that you made, this world that you love, this world that you died for, this world that you are remaking and redeeming unto yourself as we journey through this world father might we be known as yours might we be seen as yours as you are seen in us we pray in jesus name and for his glory amen amen thank you so much for for being with us uh, we'll see you next week for dwell god bless